This is Evangelist Glenda Camara. Welcome to the Secret Place Podcast, a division of Psalms 91 in 1 Ministry. Welcome to Extraordinary Wellness 365 Podcast with me, Lisa Eady, your wellness advocate. This is episode number seven, and today we will discuss social wellness. A quick recap of last week first. We discussed emotional wellness. Our affirmation for the week was emotion plus response equals the outcome. So that is a reminder not to allow our emotions to be the driver of our reactions or our actions for that matter. So as we talk about social wellness, it is a dimension of wellness that actually can sometimes be driven by our emotions. So we have to be mindful of that. There are many definitions of social wellness. I resonated most with social wellness being the ability to create, maintain, and promote healthy relationship with others. This includes use of effective communication skills, seeking opportunities to connect with and assist others, developing healthy boundaries, and knowing how to improve unhealthy relationships. Respect for oneself and others and performing social roles. So, um, I think that that definition sums it up in a nutshell for me um, because, you know, effective communication, we know that is not just about talking. That is also about listening and listening with an open mind, listening um, to gain understanding. We know that, you know, seeking opportunities to connect and assist others, that can be all about assisting to help others or um, connecting to establish friendships, volunteering to helping your community, doing things to better your community. So it just it just really summed up what it meant for social wellness for me. So let's talk about why social wellness is important. It is important for so many reasons. I want to talk about just a few. Building and maintaining relationships with others helps us to maintain our spiritual, emotional, and physical wellness. It allows us to share our life experiences and stories with others. While social media has given the world an outlet to easily share information online, especially while we have been going through this pandemic, having the ability to communicate face-to-face is even more powerful. Doing so allows us to establish genuine, deep connections that can last a lifetime. We know this is true because what we established in person prior to the pandemic has created this strong desire to see each other face to face, so much so that even in a pandemic, the need for in-person connection for many is worth the risk. Did you by chance know that social wellness was linked to living longer and better response to stress? How? Well, having a community, a network of people surrounding you that you can go to for um, talks or prayer, you know, having those connections, it creates less stress for us. It gives us an out. It gives us a whole army of people that are willing to help us through a situation. And so with less stress, it then results in a healthier and endocrine system. It helps with the healthier 
cardiovascular system and it enhances our immune system. So connecting to others truly is vital to our health. It's been scientifically proven. Social wellness is also important because it allows us to get involved in our communities. It provides us with the opportunity to learn about um, diverse backgrounds and ideas, the culture of those in our communities. And this is where we learn more about how to be, how to best be of service in our communities. So now that we know what social wellness is and why it's important, let's talk about some ways to improve or participate in it. Well, one of the ways that we can improve or participate in it is to actually make connections. So we can make connections by joining various groups to learn a new hobby. Um, We can take a class to learn something new. We can do a physical activity together, um, help create community events, participate in neighborhood events. We can travel to different places and meet new people. These are all different ways to make connections. And in making these connections, we know again that it is beneficial and can influence the biology of our well-being. So we should look for ways to get involved. So one of the things that I did, as you know, I started the podcast because of a personal transformation. And one of the things I did in the area of social wellness is I joined a gardening class. And in this gardening class, I was surrounded by senior citizens. And I had a ball connecting with them. It was wonderful because I learned about um planting a garden and learning about the different plants. But I also made a connection with people that um, I found a joy in gleaning from. They gleaned some things from me and I gleaned from them. So it was a mutual benefit. We had fun and that connection was made. And so um, another thing that I did was I joined the, uh, it was called a med med to mediterranean class and it was all about leaving medicine by using food the mediterranean diet to get healthy and within that class i then ended up joining the first master food program volunteer program to get training and learning how to go around the community and teach about how to eat healthy and how to cook and eat healthy on a budget and it was just a wonderful experience because I connected with others in fact I became Chef Najai's first culinary apprentice in which I traveled around with him to assist him at various community events and showing people how to cook healthy and quick meals so those things were a joy so those are a few things that I did that really helped to bring me out of some of my social awkwardness of being very shy, extremely shy and being around groups of people or groups of, yeah, people, because it wasn't just strangers that I had the social awkwardness with. It was also around groups of people that I knew. So it was very beneficial in my growth in that area. Another way to connect is if you are a caregiver 
it's beneficial to connect with other groups of people, support groups who are doing the same thing. Caregivers sometimes, you know, get so engrossed in taking care of the person that they forget to take care of themselves. And so that's why it's, it's very beneficial to have a support group and connect with someone who is doing the same thing that you're doing because it not only gives you a connection, but it gives you a connection that can relate to exactly what you're dealing with and can be beneficial because to the two people or the group of people that connect can share ideas and things that may be beneficial to the other as they both go through the process of being caregivers. Another uh, way to improve on your social Wellness is to get active together with your family and friends doing some type of physical activity or, um, you know, we talked about physical act, physical well, physical activity, excuse me, and physical wellness, but it's also a component of social wellness because as you get together and take walks or join um, marathons or triathlons or whatever it is that you're doing, you can connect with other people. So that is a, just another way to create that connection for social wellness. You can also create social wellness within your family, the your family dynamic in terms of creating healthy habits, doing healthy recipes together, whether it's the kids pouring into the ingredients or tearing greens or um, taking just that time to do a recipe together with the entire family or being able to sit at dinner together with the entire family and share in conversation. Those are ways to, inter in to connect with both parents and children. It um, can also be beneficial with creating these healthy habits to also you know, speak, uh, you know, things, positive affirmations over your children to use kind words and tones with them to um, remind them that they're loved and to set rules for your household in terms of technology and stuff so that you can have a chance to have that bonding time together and make it worthwhile and meaningful where kids because they're so attached to this technology these phones and and ipads and things that sometimes it seems like a chore to give it up and sometimes even for parents it feels like a chore to even be in the midst of telling them to put it away but it can actually be very beneficial to find fun ways to interact with the family where it's a joy to give up the phones and it's also a joy to say, hey, it's time to do X, Y, Z in our family because it's a joy on both sides, you know, to give up the phone and to, to announce that we're getting ready to do this fun activity together. Another way in, um, for social wellness is, of course, building healthy relationships. You should be able to share your honest feelings to be able to keep it real, as they say, with your family and friends and those around you. But keeping it real, I want to make sure we understand keeping it real isn't about the loudest, rudest or unfiltered conversation, which a lot of times that's when you think about who people say are the ones that are keeping it real. That's a lot of times the very way that you can describe it. 
But the reality of it is keeping it real is having someone that you can actually have a conversation with and they make things when you're in a tough place, they make the information that they share with you easily digestible. Because if you're trying to help someone in a crisis or to connect to someone, make that connection, the last thing that you want is to repel them or to deliver something that could be so totally useful in a way that's not easily digestible for them. So we do have to be mindful in how we deliver what need the information we need to share because we want it to be received. I hope that makes sense. But also in building healthy relationships, getting to the place that we know the difference between a healthy relationship and an unhealthy relationship. Because once you know the difference, you know whether or not a healthy relationship can be saved and improved through um, tips and tools and things you learn or if it's a relationship that is unhealthy and there's nothing that you can do that can immediately or bring about quick change. And it may mean that in dealing with that unhealthy relationship is walking away from that relationship. So knowing the difference. And if you ever are interested in um, learning more about healthy versus unhealthy relationships, there is a website called um, thehotline.org and you can go to the search bar to talk about healthy relationships. I think that um, it's very beneficial if you're not fully aware of what would be um, healthy or beneficial to you. So um, as we have discussed, clearly social wellness is instrumental in our journey to Extraordinary Wellness 365. God desires for us to, you know, participate in each other's lives as believers. He wants us to share the gospel and allow our, our lives to be a light in dark places for others. His word tells us to be of service, to care for our neighbors, to help the widowed, the poor, the orphaned, the imprisoned. Um, you know, it is the scripture is just another way to remind us that social wellness is a part of God's plans for our lives. If it wasn't, Jesus would not have demonstrated social wellness. You know, one of the things that I quickly think of is the story of Mary and Martha. You know, Martha wanted to, you know, be busy doing stuff while Mary wanted to sit at Jesus's feet and glean from him and have that social interaction that she found such joy in and Jesus mutually found joy in it. And so that one story alone is a reminder that we are supposed to have that balance, that we are supposed to be connected to each other and it's beneficial to us. And so I'm just grateful for that and just delighted that, you know, again, there is nothing that was not done on earth through Jesus that we can say, well, that didn't happen, but he did do it. He did demonstrate social wellness so it too is a part of this journey into extraordinary wellness because it's what Jesus did too and as as believers we are trying to be more and more Christ-like every day and so as you know we do an affirmation every week and I know you probably thought huh she hasn't done an affirmation if you're a regular listener but I have an affirmation for you and I saved it for last because I think it is just so beneficial to remember. And the affirmation for the week is, 
My life is not my own and I will be relentless in sharing it so that others may see the light of Christ when darkness is all around them. So again, my life is not my own and I will be relentless in sharing it so that others may see the light of Christ when darkness is all around them. I, I am just so grateful for that because it is yet again, just a reminder that as a believer, that is what we are designed to do. It is the Holy Spirit that is within us that may be the only glimmer of hope that people see. And that is what we bring and what we represent as a believer. And so we will close with our prayer. And we just want to say, Heavenly Father, we thank you for this day, this opportunity, and this time to share. God, we just thank you for who you are in our lives that we can see through the life of Jesus that we can have social wellness and that it is beneficial to us in the lives that we impact. God, we thank you right now in the name of Jesus that as a believer, those who we interact with on a daily basis, we thank you, God, that their lives be are left better than we found them because of the Holy Spirit that dwells in us with each and every social connection that we make. And God, we just thank you right now for all that you are in our lives. We thank you for your goodness, your grace, and your mercy. And God, we thank you right now on this day to be able to go forth and be a glimmer of hope for those who feel hopeless. And right now in the name of Jesus, we just thank you for touching each and every life that is listening to this podcast on this day. God, that this word that is shared that they may take a piece of it and apply it to their lives and it be of benefit to them. And we just praise you for doing just that in the name of Jesus, I pray. Amen. Until next time.